Hi everyone, just want to say a massive thank you for choosing to listen to my little show called Spill It. Spill It is filmed live every Wednesday at 7pm via Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. Viewers can interact with the show by leaving comments. For more details of Spill It, head over to the Facebook hub at www.facebook.com forward slash spilling it. So however you're listening to this, make sure you sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Hello, good evening, and welcome to another episode of Spill It. My name is Marcus. I am your host for the evening, because you get no other host. You just have me. So, I am Marcus. I have been doing Spill It since, whoa, when? Since when? July? June? Sometime. Sometime a few months ago. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we are on episode 15. Wow. Episode 15. It has been 15 long episodes to get us to this point. Ah, crazy, 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 crazy. So, as I say, everybody, welcome to Spill It. This is my show where I get to talk to people from all different walks of life who want to come on the show to talk about things that they are passionate about. It could be a hobby, an interest, a favorite film, a TV show, whatever it is. It is their time to get them in the spotlight to talk about whatever they want to talk about. However, I do have three different pillars. And those pillars are what every episode should follow. And those three pillars are to connect, inspire, and learn. So every single episode, and the whole premise about Spill It is about connecting people, inspiring each other, and learning as well. And I'm really hoping that you guys take a lot from this episode. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Cannot wait. Michael Whiteford is straight in at the comments saying, sexy, yeah. Thank you very much, Whiteford. Absolutely love you. <laughs> Thanks for joining. Guys, if you are watching, all you have to do is drop a comment and I can pop it up on the screen like I have just done with Whiteford's. So I can pop it on the screen. We can talk about it. It's great. It's crazy. It's crazy. I absolutely love it. So... Well, that happened. My lighting went. Ha! Let me uh, let me just quickly sort out my lighting. There we go. Like magic, it's sorted. There we go. Scott has jumped on. Yeah, boy, Mr. Whiteford. There you go. So you go there having a bit of a conversation in the comments already. So there you go. Guys, it's a friendly space. You go and enjoy yourselves in that comment section. The more comments, the better. Keep that chat going. I absolutely love it. So here guys, just because I like to spread a little positive news, positive news, positive news section. No, that was a, that's a past thing. We don't do the positive news section anymore. But what I do do, what I do do, ah, I said do do. What we do is that we talk about um, meet your lover, meet your lover, huh? Meet your lover. Is this a show where we get to meet our lovers? I don't really know. But there you go. Lee says, meet your lover. The Stephen, evening, Marcus. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks for joining. Right. So, as I say, this is uh, a show where I get to be, uh, spread a little positive joy, let's say. Moving on, though, get those comments and questions in. This is going to be an absolutely amazing episode. This is episode 15, Stripped. Um... And it's going to be an episode about body image, body confidence, um, right and wrong things to say to people, all of that lot. The, the whole inner saboteur that 
Oh, I love that inner saboteur. I don't love the inner saboteur, but I love talking about that inner saboteur. The person that tells you that you are not good enough or the, this person that, ha- like, that lives with inside you who has all of these negative thoughts and feelings towards you and your body and the way you look. And we are going to address all of that today on today's show. Scott says, hey, what about Eileen? What about Eileen? Later, Scott, later. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, so, yeah. To support me with this episode, episode 15 strips, we have Reese. Reese is joining us at 7:15 p.m. So make sure that you stay tuned. And um, for now, guys, this is my little section. I get 15 minutes of your time, and then Reese gets a whole 45 minutes. So let me just have these last six minutes with you before we bring Reese out. So while when you come in this, make sure that you hit that share button. Make sure you get this far and wide. This is a positive platform where we talk about positive things and we connect the world we inspire and we learn so what we want to do is that we want to get as many people as we can do we want to do that connect section connecting people so let's share this so when you get in this share it to your wall and let's get more people into the fold but for now guys it's weather time ladies and gentlemen That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's weather time. So this is where you get to tell me where you are watching from and what the weather is like where you are. Now, I know that it's, I mean, it's 10 past seven, guys, and the sun has gone down. Has it gone down or is it going down? I mean, I can't really tell anymore because it's, let's be honest, it's a little bit shit. The weather's a little bit shit. Um, So you either got sunshine or it's a little bit shit. I'm going to go and be completely honest with you guys. It's a lot shit in Preston. It's a lot shit. Um, It is very, very bad. We have rain. We have overcast. It is horrible. It is grim. It is dark. I am not a fan. So what we are going to do is I want to hear from you guys. So all you have to do is drop me a comment and let me know exactly where you're watching from. And let me know what the weather is like. Simple. Okay. So all you have to do, drop that comment. I want to know. I want to know if you're busy. That's a song, isn't it? I want to know if you're busy. I want to know if you can be na. Drop a comment. I want to know what that song is, guys. I want to know if you're busy. Oh, my God. What is that song? Guys, if you know, drop a comment. I need to know what that song is. Drop a comment, please. Please, 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 please. Um, Stephen Wilson, it's raining here in Leyland. Leyland is just on the outskirts of Preston, uh, so I know Leyland. Um, yeah, I'm cooking tortillas in Swansea. I'm cooking tortillas. Is it hot? Is that sweet? Swansea is Swansea is the most bottom part of Wales, right? Aha, I'm getting good at this geography, guys. I'm getting good at it. Uh, shit in Leyland. Yes, it is shit. It is part of Preston, and Preston's a little bit shit. So therefore, it's a little bit shit. Uh, Gurmeet is watching in Milton Keynes. Milton Keynes. Milton Keynes, I want to say, that's near London. Right, isn't it? Um, I'm sure Milton Keynes is near London. I'm sure I'm sure Gurmeet will correct me. Um, but I'm sure that Milton Keynes is near London. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we have great and boring in Swansea. There we go. And Wyford says it's overcast and dry in Glasgow. So it's a little bit shit, Wyford. It's a little bit shit. 
Uh, it sounds like a Bing search is needed on that on that song. Uh, Lee Jenkins saying, great and cold in Lancaster. And Reese, who is watching from backstage, uh, raining in Lancaster. Haha, uh, -ha, 30 minutes on the train or an hour's drive. What, to London? Where's Milton Keynes then? I thought that was really near London. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure that Reese knows. And Reese is backstage patiently waiting. So I'm sure he will come on and go, actually, Marcus, Milton Keynes is blah, 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 blah. Uh, and he'll tell me where Milton Keynes is. And if he doesn't know, he'll definitely be Googling right now. Right, just before we bring Reese onto the show, I have got my new section starting next month. So this will go out um, from tomorrow, actually. So this will go out from tomorrow, and it will be a post about being an Agony Funkle. Agony Funkle, Agony Funkle. That will probably be my theme song for it. I don't know. But look, Agony Funkle is a new, fun, lighthearted situ uh, situation, I was about to say. That's the wrong word. Is a nice, lighthearted section of Spill It where I get to help you out with your problems. So say for instance, you, you might want to message me with one of your problems on that post or on that thread, and I will help you out the best I can do, like an agony uncle or agony aunt, agony aunt, yeah. uh, like an agony aunt. However, I will do it in the most fun and unique way. So that's why it's called agony uncle. Um, but it can be a made up scenario. So say for instance, you wanted to just say that you have your grandma who is in love with your best friend and they are planning to run away together to Gretna Green and go get married. Um, let me know, put that in the post and I will do my best to answer the Agony Funkel question of the week. How do I do this, Marcus? Well, let me tell you. And there you go. So wait for that post to come out tomorrow and you may appear on the show where I get to give you your response live on air. Uh, the plus is for those that support. It is, Scott. It is. Well done. Well done. Good education, that. I wonder who taught you that, Scott. <laughs> uh, Stephen Wilson saw Erasure live at Milton Keynes. Uh, Milton Keynes Ball in the early 80s. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, and Nicole Thompson says it's raining in Blackpool. Ooh, raining in Blackpool. So it's a little bit shit in Blackpool then. I know where Blackpool is because that's where Blackpool Tower is and you win 50p if you can see it before anybody else. Um, and Reese won't tell me where Milton Keynes is because uh, he got a U in geography. There you go. Well, <laughs> speaking of Reese, um, guys, this is going to be an absolutely amazing episode. Please, 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 please ask your questions. Leave comments. Do it because we get to discuss it. Get involved. It's going to be super important, this one. I cannot wait for it. Um, so, please. Give a massive round of applause, plenty of woos, loads of celebration emojis, loads of firework emojis, loads of clapping emojis, all of those. Give me all of those comments and put them for Reese because we now welcome Reese to the show. Hi, Reese. Hi. Hi, you okay? Uh, a little bit nervous, but we'll get through it. You'll be absolutely fab. No need to be nervous, Reese. No need to be nervous. Um, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Uh, what have you been up to? Um, just actually, I've had a couple of days off. Um, was suspected with COVID, so that gave me more oh, no. days off. Quick, guys, hide. He's had COVID. It'll come to your computer screen. <laughs> I'm negative, <laughs> so that's all fine. Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. 
it was negative, that's fine. Um, so yeah. Well, are you uh, are you ready for a bit of a grilling today? Yeah, bring it. <laughs> okay, cool. So I will ask you one question. It's the one question that's on everybody's lips. Ready? Who is Reese? Ooh. Um so uh, yeah, as you probably can tell, as Marcus said, my name's Reese. Um so biggest thing is I've just recently qualified as a, a nurse. Um that's very 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 stressful time. Um but yeah, I, I love the job and I love what I do. Um but Reese as a person is actually very shy as um a lot of people will like tell me constantly who like um why don't you say anything or why don't you talk much but I'm just like a naturally shy person and I think my past has made me like that um especially like this this will link in like the body image and like comments and things like that and my inner saboteur um yeah that damn inner saboteur it's uh, the thing is, is that there's an actual uh, thing about the inner saboteur, and it's called imposter syndrome. Um, so the inner saboteur exists, and it is, it has a name. It, 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 you know, people call it the. It's, it's called imposter syndrome, and that imposter syndrome is that inner saboteur that's inside all of us that tells us that we are not good enough and brings uh, out the the negativity to our minds and it makes us feel some type of way about us and the way that we look and the way that we feel and that we aren't deserving and all of that lot and obviously from your experience you've got you've got a lot of that um experience with the inner saboteur uh, yeah uh, plenty of experience from like different avenues as well so like um thanks um so in terms of like yeah you've got the body image but then like you've got things that have happened like life events and things like that um so like something like this like publicly speaking about it is um, a massive deal for me um thanks typhoons um typhoons typhoons <laughs> <laughs> um very good club they help you bring out um your confidence and um so you gotta mention them um so yeah got so what what so talk about the experience if you want to obviously you don't need to divulge everything but talk about those types of experiences that made you feel some something towards the way that you look feel etc okay so um for literally when people say oh as far as i can remember generally as far as i can remember i've always as i've, I've always had a problem with my um image my body image um so like for example, uh, just people might think, oh, like a silly thing, but like these silly things. So say like um, friends invited me to a swimming bath or like Sandcastle in Blackpool. Um, I, I turn it down because I just wouldn't take my top off. Um, it's hindered like relationships. Um, um, it's, it's hindered a lot, actually. So like... Um, I came out when I was 17 as gay. Um, I find the gay world a lot more um, body image focused. Um, so like, I always felt uncomfortable on that side of things. Um, in my second year of nursing, I, um, I went on a diet where I just ate one meal a day. 
um, and sometimes even no meals, to be fair. And the more I lost weight, um, the more good comments I got from people, which made me do even more. And I went to like the extreme of um, maybe not even eating or um, making, my, uh, making myself sick. So like I experienced bulimia, um, which no one knows about or very few people know about. Um, and that was in my second year of nursing that happened, that experience happened. Um, and and then I went through another like uh, life tragedy and then I ate, it went to complete opposite and I ate loads and I put more weight on and then certain comments that people would make, it hit me down inside and I, I could never look at myself in the mirror. Um, every selfie that I, I took would be like heavily filtered. So um, the term catfish, I was generally a catfish because I just filtered everything. Um, it's, it's, it's horrible body image um, and everything that's associated with body image. Um, when people generally say, oh, I, I like personality more than um, looks, I'm lying because Let's let's face it. You you need to be physically attracted to someone before you get to yeah. know someone. Um, although actually my current partner, um, he's like totally opposite. Um, so like on the switch side of things, um, I went to York about three weeks ago, and um, that was the first time in years I was I felt confident enough by him, um, to take my top off and join like a hot tub and um, I generally enjoyed myself. I felt really, really confident and um, comfortable to do it. Um, and I do have a really, really good circle of friends as well, like Lee, Gina, uh, Gemma, Paige. Um, they give me a lot of uh, confidence and they um, like Gina, Paige and uh, Gemma, they supported me through uni um, during my second year. and they noticed they, uh, something was wrong because they, they saw I was just eating one meal. I'd be skipping lunch. I'd be skipping breakfast. And they were, like, concerned at times. Um, what else? So, so let's go back slightly to um, the the experiences that you had when, obviously, or the thoughts and the feelings that you had when you the the very first time that you started noticing that you felt a certain type of way so say for instance what were the what was what was going through your head for instance when you went to blackpool sandcastle or went to a situation where you had to undress or take your top off or something like that what was going through your head um um so when you see like films where a person's staring at the mirror and this reflection is saying all these mean things back saying oh you're ugly um you're too fat look at your hips look at your man boobs um things like that um and then over time because I've gone from one extreme to the other I developed stretch marks and some of them are really prominent and um, that's always a reminder um and just staring at it in the mirror, it's it's horrible. It feels like another another person's talking back at you, seeing all the negative things you can think of. Um, and then when you've got people outside of that uh, reiterating these negative things, like for example, um, I was uh, working and one person said, "Oh, your uniform looks 
um, really um, tight fitting, and then brought up uh, extra large uniforms. Now to that, that destroyed me as a person. They might not know that because, to be fair, I don't give off many emotions. Um, I could literally just sit like this and not smile, not be sad or anything. I'm just a very straight-faced person. Um, but inside, that absolutely destroyed me. And then that's what kicked off this health thing that I'm on now. Um, but this I is... Think, uh... Go on, sorry. Carry on. Uh, so I was, I was going to say that. I think that... Um... I mean, I, I've gone through situations where I have felt very, very similar. Um, I do not, and you know, because I still, I, I still look at the mirror and I still think to myself, you know, you, you, you're not where you should be. You, 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 you know, you need to be feel, you know, you need to look better. And you do kind of beat yourself up about it. But like years and years ago, um, I went through something very, very similar. I was, um, I wouldn't even, I wasn't even overweight. I wasn't unhealthy and I still wanted that perfect image if you will and I thought that I could always be I could always look better so I mean I wish that I looked like the way that I looked like when I was thinking that I was fat <laughs> like, if I could look like that again perfect um but I went through a, a period like yourself for instance where you know you hated yourself and you wanted to do certain things unhealthily um to kind of get you through that and obviously hating the way that you look and all that lot. So I, I completely, completely understand um, where you're coming from when, when you're talking about it. Um, talking about those, like obviously that that inner voice, if you will, um, have you or how do you manage to control that? How do you control that person? Um, sometimes i don't but sometimes i do so a, a lot of it goes to down to my personal trainer so um he, he's he's actually very good um so during so since i've been with him i've eaten the most i've ever ate in as, as far as i can remember and yet i am still happy i'm still losing weight and i'm still uh, I, i've got a lot more confidence um, in terms of controlling my inner saboteur, so say like um, I, I've got to do like um, four weekly uh, image um, pictures, um, which was very hard for me to do at, at first. But then I, um, I, I got the confidence to do it and then do it again. And I, I'd say to him, I can't see the difference. And then he'd point to me out, well, this is different, that's different, that's different. And it, it builds you up. So... But on the opposite side of that, as much as you've been built up, it'll only take one comment to hit that down or it'll take a selfie where, oh, well, actually, I don't look very good in that. Um, that'll build you down. Or say like a simple trying on the top, oh, well, I don't fit in the right places. That will knock me down. So I think yeah. there's yeah. It's, it's a lot of uh, willpower and determination to combat all that because I think there's a lot of negatives. Um, than positives in terms of, like uh, body image so it's a lot easier to accept the negative comments and it's a lot harder to build yourself or uh, accept other people's opinions and views and who are trying to help you um, do that. Two of the two of the things that I really want to talk about is um, they are the LGBTQ plus community and the way that they look at body image and things like that. And second thing is uh, talk about the the experience of going through eating disorders uh, and, and things like that. So 
Um, before we do that, before we drill into those details, a lot of comments have come through, and I do want to go through them. So um, if you're happy to to go through these quick uh, quick, uh, quick comments here. So we've got Magda, Reese's one honest, brave, and ever-transforming fab human being. Uh, I love you, Dina. Dino. D, uh, Dino. Dino, there you go. Dino's uh, put some sad faces, obviously, listening to your story. Uh, Scott, Freddie Flintoff recently uh, do, done his documentary on it, and it's super sad uh, with regarding to Freddie Flintoff's eating disorders and, and things like that as well. Uh, Sorry, there Mark, you go, Steve. I'd like, I like actually like point out that um, my family didn't know about this. Um, so um, as much as I like to ring my mum, I don't as much as I probably should do, but... I don't tend to tell family of my problems. Um, so this would be the first time they've heard all that around like the bulimia and things like that. Um, but, do you feel uh, do you feel comfortable talking about it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable, so don't no, talk no, about sorry. something if you're uncomfortable. If um, so I, it's exactly that. and You know, that, that's the whole three pillars, connecting, inspiring and learning. So people are going to, learn a lot from this episode and they're also going to be inspired so they you know i want to kind of talk about as much as we can do so people can spot the signs as well so obviously you talk as much as you feel comfortable talking about it and if you want me to take over i've got a mouth i can use it so it's fine i'll take over and um, so yeah i want you to be a bit to feel a hundred percent confident and comfortable okay um so nathan uh, massive massive respect to you reese Great that you're sharing as there are many of us out there with problems with their body image um, inspiration. There you go. So straight off the bat from what we've just literally just been talking about, uh, the message from today is going to really help a lot of people out there as well. Stephen Wilson, love your honesty, Reese. Um, Reese is one honest, brave. And oh, there you go with that comment that came through again, Magda. Uh, the, oh, so Scott raises a really good point here. So the media portrayal doesn't help. I always feel self-conscious when my wife watches Love Island, etc. Instagram has ruined it all for people. And let's actually go, let's actually expand on that comment for a minute because I genuinely believe this uh, this as well. I think that the media has portrayed people, male and female, to be a certain type. Um, so you know there was there was always and people have it in their heads when it comes to body image and body confidence and body issues that. It's only the women that feel like this. The women feel like they have to be the ideal, if you will. But more and more, we're finding that actually there are a lot of men out there, a lot of males, who still feel like that because they are compared mm -hmm. to people like Love Island and The Only Way is Essex and Made in Chelsea and all of that lot. So what is your... Where you've got to have like the six-pack abs, the tan, um, the muscles, the very toned yeah. look. It was, um, it was, I think it was either last year's or the year before. I don't watch it. Um, but Love Island um, in, introduced their first plus-size woman, and she wasn't plus-sized at all. And it's, it, it's just that type of mentality where it is completely and utterly ridiculous, but it makes people feel the way that they, they feel. And obviously, you naturally compare yourself to other people. So what would, what would be your... Um, advice or what would be your thought process or what what would you like to get out to people who compare themselves to people on instagram social media influencers or even like love island reality tv tv shows and things like that um so uh, just don't do it like at, at the end of the day um it's very hard to say just don't do it and you're doing it anyway um 
but like you you know how it'll affect you but at the end of the day um the way you look isn't isn't um a massive thing um so there's three quotes that that will go on uh later um and each different one um will explain um like uh, how to feel and um how to think about it um so just just don't just it's hard to say just ignore it but like so for example if i if i see a post on instagram and there's like a topless guy who's got like six pack apps i'll just scroll past it uh, because i know how it'll affect me but it's took i'm 26 now and it's took for as long as i've been thinking about it it's took like five years to do that so it's a very hard process surround yourself with friends who are giving you um compliments or giving you up uh like the confidence to do that um yeah it, it's a very tough one um i've i've got no like sound advice that if i'm honest no no that's fine um we've got loads of comments coming through and guys keep those comments coming through because even if we don't have time to go through them right now we can go through them at the end um and also talk about them even after the show finishes and obviously reese can jump on and comment back to it like all these comments as well so do please keep these these coming through however there are a few comments that have come through that i really do want to bring out right now while we've got the time uh, before we obviously get cracking on with the with the other half of your story, and these are from your family, and I think it's only right that I share these ones. Okay, so uh, Nicole Thompson, uh, Reese, you're one brave, strong, amazing, and beautiful person ever. I'm so goddamn proud to call you my brother. Me and the family love and miss you. Um, we've also got Dino, smashed it and should hold your head high. Role model for many. If your nephews turn out as uh, turn out half as good as you, I'll be proud. So there you go, Reese. Keep keep that smile, Reese. You're absolutely smashing it, and you are truly an inspiration for absolutely everybody. So I, you know, I can see that you really, those comments have made you feel emotional. What what are you feeling right now? Um. So open up. Um. Like, I, I rarely talk to my family about problems. I'll, I'll be the person, if anyone got a problem, um, they can come to me, and I'll be very verbal about that. Um, I will take on your problems. I'm very happy to do that. Um, but I don't take my own advice, so I won't go to someone for help, or I won't tell someone my problems, and especially my family, because I feel like I, I don't want to be a burden on them and things like that. Um, it's just, it, it's always nice to hear that, um like i 100 percent believe they support me for anything and um absolutely everything um but yeah it's always nice to hear and um yeah good um so going back on to your story so um we're at a point where you know you've got all of these issues and things like that and you meant you touched on the uh, when you were at uni and people were uh, were, were noticing that you know not so good negative there, there, were, there were some negative things about what you were doing um and they noticed a change in you but not for the better um what were you going through at that point like what was you doing uh obviously feel comfortable with what you're talking about um but what were going through your mind at the moment and how did they help you um so 
I didn't realise I was going through bulimia or anything like that. It was completely uh, oblivious to me. It wasn't until I was on placement and I was uh, having a talk with this nurse. I don't know how it's come uh, come about, um, but we were talking about uh, like body image and she told me her side of uh, suffering with bulimia. And I was like, uh, everything she was saying, um, she wouldn't eat, she'd throw up. That's a common science, but like, for example, I, I, I used to chew um, chewing gum, um, or my partner would say chuddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I just use that to get me through a 13-hour shift and not eat and just eat when I get home. Um, and that worked. And she'd agree with me. And I was like, well, hang on a minute. Um, what you were telling me sounds absolutely horrific. But then realising, well, actually, I'm doing the exact same thing. Um, I'd skip events with friends and things like that um because i i just i just didn't want to eat and the thought of making it the thought of eating just made me feel sick in the first place um and again the more um compliments and got the more it's just reinforced all that um so it's like you can't give someone a negative comment you can't give someone a positive comment because you'll go either way unfortunately um, it, it's a very, very complicated illness, bulimia. Um, I wouldn't say I was 100% bulimia, uh, bulimic. Um, I, I, I wouldn't know what 100% bulimic is, to be fair. Um, but like my friends have said, oh, you look really, like you've lost a, a lot of weight in short, like a short amount of time. And it'd be just be concerning for them. And they'd like, um, they'd try and get me to eat and sometimes I just wouldn't uh, but sometimes I would um they'd, they'd be a pillar of support there if I ever needed them or if I need to uh, go towards them um so just being there and if I'm ready to reach out I will I will reach out so one of the things that I wanted to talk about is what you've touched on then as well is um the comments that people can make so um people know firsthand like people will know firsthand that you know when somebody starts looking good you naturally want to kind of praise them on that you naturally want to just go oh don't you look well you look trim or you can you can really see that you're losing weight um but then on, on the flip side of that people call it banter and they will say things like oh you're filling out aren't you oh that shirt looks a little bit tight or uh, little comments like that and I want to kind of expand on what you think about people's comments and how people can overcome certain things or being, you know, putting it into people's minds about thinking before they speak. Um, I, I, so um, when my friends would say certain comments to me, it was in a joking matter and uh, um, I'd accepted that, but they didn't know how I'd take it. Um, I, I wouldn't be verbal straight away uh, and say that's really affected me that comment um, um, etc I'd, I'd go home and then I think about it more then um, so for example my friend would say oh you've got nurses hips uh, I have no idea what that is um, but I took it as a very negative comment um, he's one, uh, one of my very close friends and they don't realise how that much that affected me until I actually said that made me feel like this and like that um i think being rather than keeping it in 
wait until you go on your own and think about it more and more. Confront them there and then. Um, just say this made it doesn't have to be nasty or anything. I like just say this made me feel like this and like that. Um, and then they know in the future. Well, maybe I shouldn't do things like that. Um, in terms of people you don't know, you can never control that. Um, so like uh, a work colleague, they they made that comment about the tight uniform. They they don't know how I'm gonna take the comment, and they they don't know me as a person. Um, so things like that you can't really control. It'd be more yourself, um, like uh, self determination to not um, take that such negatively. Um, just think of the opposite. Oh well, it was really nice for them to find me more uniform. Um, that maybe I couldn't got by myself, um, and they brought it up straight away. Um, but I didn't think of that at that time. It was only my friend like Lee who would say that. Um, who would say, well, try think about the opposite side of things um see that comment look in the mirror every day and be proud of yourself that's it's a very nice comment but mirrors were my absolute enemy um i hated mirrors um absolutely hated them it's just like it, it's very hard it, it's it's such such a hard thing to um, give advice about really because I'm yeah, just talking about my experience and how I dealt with it um, at the moment I'm in a very very good place um, I've got people who I can rely on for support I've got a great partner who will give me all the confidence I need um, and it's just like like you just need constant reassurance I guess and it could be a bit tedious to people but as long as you're it's a very selfish thing I guess as long as I'm getting this reinsurance, the more better I feel, I guess. I think um, talking about the comments that people can make, whether that be good or bad, I think realistically people just need to be more mindful about the fact that we don't know what people are going through. We don't know what people may have been through. We don't, you know, we need to start thinking before we speak. And even though, you know, you may think of it yourself as a joke, the receiver of that comment may not take that as a joke. And that may break. That may be the straw that breaks the camel's back. That might be the comment that just does it for them, and that just mm-hmm. takes them completely to an op- to the opposite side. But then, realistically, as well, looking at the flip side of it, on the positive comment sides, you know, we've got to be we've got to be mindful of the fact that we don't want if somebody's suffering with, as you you know, as you said that you had done, where you were unhealthily losing weight and people were commenting on it that's like a reinforcement of what you're doing is right when in actual fact it's wrong and we need to be mindful of that as well Stephen made a comment just then as well my personal trainer has helped massively and obviously you've got a personal trainer as well that's been helping you as well and um, we've got to reach out to these people pts we've got to reach out to people who deal with mental health because it all revolves around mental health at the end of the day we've got to be able to reach out to people and friends and our mentors our life mentors our brothers our sisters our mothers our fathers whoever we need to reach out to these people and we need to say that i have a problem this is my problem please help me i think uh, so nathan's watching from the show and he was on uh, a few weeks ago and he said like one of the things that he said was just reach out and yeah. I'd like to echo what Nathan said. You have to reach out. You have to feel like you can reach out and you have to tell them, please help me. I think um, that's the very, very hardest part. But I think that's the hardest part you'll ever take. And once you do take it, 
um, things get easier. You start realising, oh, there's this there, that's that's available to me, that service or that support is available to me. And otherwise, you just be on your own, looking yourself in the mirror and putting yourself down, down, down. And you don't know what the consequences of that will be. Um, it's very sad, unfortunately, but a lot of people go through it than they'd like to admit, I think. So one of the things, uh, so there's a couple more things that I want to talk about and then we'll, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go back into the comment section. So guys, keep those comments coming in. Um, one of the things I want to talk about is the LGBTQ plus community and the toxicity that, that lies within there. Because I think that a lot of people will know about the LGBTQ plus community, but a lot of people have misconceptions about what it's like being in there and obviously looking a certain type of way. Um, and... I want to kind of highlight it because I think it's something that needs to be highlighted. And a lot of people will, will, will brush over it or whatnot, and they don't realize actually how toxic being in the LGBTQ plus community actually is when it comes to body image. So what are your thoughts on that? Uh, so I've experienced both different worlds, as you call it. So I've experienced the straight world and then also the gay world. So I find a lot the gay world is a lot more harsher and focus more on um, physical attraction rather than personality. Like, don't get me wrong, um, you, you'll talk to people and they'll go, oh, 100% personality first, um, don't really mind on looks. I, I think that's kind of... Uh, I, I don't like to say someone's lying, but it's a lie. Um, because, don't get me wrong, I, I'll go for physical attraction. Um, that's, just, uh, that's just the way it is, unfortunately. But however, in like the gay world, a a good looking gay would uh, be skinny or uh, be uh, have muscles, be toned, be tanned, um, and it's very hard to live up to that. Um, but like all that um, that I've just said can be false because my partner is a very very good looking lad, and I count my um, like I, I feel very lucky to be with him. Because I don't feel like, um, I'm like he, he hates it, but I, I would say like a league. So I think I'm out of his league. I think he's a lot more good looking than me. Um, do you know like what I'm like? I'm trying to say like it's very it's very looks orientated, um, and yeah, it, it can. Yeah, Lee. Yeah, so Lee Jenkinson said LGBTQ community can be very harsh. An example of how people feel. Yeah. They comment through social media anonymously to tell me I'm fat and disgusting. And it's true. And it just just to put things into perspective for those uh, people who don't really know a lot about the LGBTQ plus community um, or what it's like, there are different types of gay man. OK, uh, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, okay. I'm sure I'm sure that there's uh, that there's, there's something. Yeah, I know. Um but there are different categories. There are so many different categories that you fall into all of these different boxes and you need to make sure that you have ticked somebody's box, essentially. Like, it's not just a case of, like, say, for instance, in, a straight, in the straight world, you've got, uh, are they tall? Are they uh, handsome? Uh, have they got muscles? Have they got tattoos? Things like that. You've got all of that, but then you've also got the other categories, like... The twinks, the twunks, the otters, the bears, the cubs, the you've got all of those that you've got that you fall into that category of. So you not only gotta fight this whole 
am I tall? Am I handsome? Am I brunette? Am I a blonde? Am I got muscles? Have I got a six pack? Do I have hair? Do I not have hair? Do I have tattoos? Uh, am I pierces? Do I listen to the correct type of music? You've got all of those things that are natural um, things that within the world that you know you find people attractive and things like that. But you've also got all of these other categories, and people find it so hard to believe that there are the, these many different categories. And the worst thing, the worst thing that people uh, do within the LGBTQ plus community is camp shame. It is camp shaming. The the people who are a little bit more feminine, uh, they're a little bit more, uh, they're, they're not masculine, if you will. For instance, like the drag community. So the drag community are, uh, like you know, they feel the brunt of this quite a lot because they are too feminine. But then, you know, all of these, all of these uh, gay people, they don't like the, they, they want the more masculine type. They want the straight acting. Straight acting. <laughs> they want the straight acting. They don't want the feminine. So they don't even acknowledge them whatsoever. And if, for instance, like you look at people's profiles on dating websites and things like that, it'll just, they'll say like they, they only want people who are straight acting or they only want people who fit into this category. And they just completely disregard everybody else. So it is a very, very toxic environment. And it does nothing, does nothing for people's body image and uh, the way that they feel about themselves. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I 100% uh, agree, um, especially in terms of the straight acting comment. Um, people use it and people, I think, will always use it, to be fair. Um, I think uh, our, our societal culture, I think, it's a lot of labelling, um, and I think it's just a hard thing to get out of. Um, it's there, it's stuck. People just continue to use it, unfortunately. Um, however, that label can affect someone so, so much. Um, I wouldn't know what label I am these days, to be fair. Um, <laughs> I just wouldn't. I wouldn't know what to category be fair, though, <laughs> So I... I, I... So, so I, I, I'm on TikTok at the moment and, you know, TikTok, how TikTok's algorithm works is that if you watch a certain type of thing or interact with a certain type of thing, uh, videos, then they, they push more of that same type towards you. So you see more of them. And I saw, because I posted quite a lot of drag, uh, RuPaul's drag race, uh, drag, drag race stuff on there, um, I started getting a lot of that back. And there was a guy that commented saying, talking about, talking about uh, camp shaming and why people do it and all this lot and all these categories. And my comment was, I think it's a very naive thing. And I think when you reach a certain age, it doesn't matter. I think, I think it's, it, it, it sounds shit to say, but I think it's when you get up to the age of 30 or just below 30, when you're like late 20s, early 30s, I would say, I think that all of that doesn't matter. I don't think you you form an opinion on uh, on somebody because of the way that they look or the way that they act or whatever whatever category. You just fall for someone because you fall for someone, and I think you only experience that later on. And I think it's these very earlier on years of uh, you know when you're first coming out and things like that. I think that's where the toxicity comes from from the younger gays from the younger gays all those young gays uh, but i think that's where it comes from and i think when you know when you are younger you do have this ideal and i do believe that when you get to a certain age none of that matters anymore and you just you find someone you connect on a personal level where the whole personality thing comes into play and nothing else matters and obviously you found yours 
uh, you know, and you are now in a better place and Mm -hmm. you feel like, you know, you wasn't looking for someone with a specific criteria. And I'm sure that he wasn't looking for someone in a specific criteria. You just found each other. Exactly that. Like, I wasn't looking for a relationship. It literally just smacked me in the face. And um, I'm, uh, like you say, I'm in a very, very happy place. I've got a great support network. I've got, um, I'm eating more meals than I would ever even dream to think I'd be eating. Um, I've got a personal trainer who I can go to and think, well, this is putting me down, that's putting me down. He'll build me back up. I've got amazing family for support. Um, but that's all because I reached out, though. Um, if you don't reach out, then unfortunately, you won't get these people who will come running to you. Yeah. Speaking of family, Nicole Thompson, uh, mum said she loves you and so proud of you, wishing she could cuddles you. No. There you go. Uh, Stephen Wilson, I am going to debate this with you, Stephen Wilson, when we when we see each other face to face. I even walk down the streets and see gays really camp and say, I'm glad I'm not like that. Is that wrong or right? I don't know. And I think that I believe that that is wrong. Um, I will go into detail with you, Stephen, when I see you next time, mister. We will talk about this in a lot more detail. Um, but yeah, I believe that it's wrong. I, you know, but we all have our own opinions and things like that. But I do think, and I wholeheartedly believe that camp shaming is wrong and it's something that we shouldn't do. Um, but we are here, that, that's a story for another episode and we are talking about body image and body confidence and things like that. So with that in mind, what would be your advice to someone? So I want two different, uh, two different uh, scenarios for you here. So what would be your advice to someone who uh, is going through something like this? They're not, they're not really sure what they're going through. They just think what they're doing is fine. Um, they, or, or they are, they have that crippling anxiety whenever they get told that they have to take the top off or whatnot. What would be your advice to that person? Um, I'd, I'd probably look at the reasons why I'm feeling all this anxiety taking my top off. Um, think about why why you're feeling the way you feel. Um, uh, I remember a lot of things that I did. I searched the internet and uh, looked at people's um, like views or what they were going through and things like that. And if I could relate to them, then I think, oh well, maybe I'm going through the same thing. And then at that point, it's time to reach out, and um, because you're not going to get through it by yourself. It's I would say it's actually 100% poss- in, in, impossible. I, I was very independent and I, I, I thought, I, I, I can do this all myself. And I went from one extreme to the other. You, you know, um, it just doesn't work. You need people to help. And it's okay to reach out for help and uh, just to get support from people because that's what they're there for at the end of the day. I think, yeah, you, you're definitely right with that. And what would be your advice to someone? So obviously you said that you you went to both extremes whilst trying to do this on your own. And obviously there will, there will be people out there on their own that are trying to do this on their own. What advice would you give to someone um, as a friend or a relative or something like that to help them spot the um, s- symptoms, I want to say, or spot the, the traits or things like that? What What can they look out for and how can they approach it? Um, I think um, in terms of eating disorders or something that's not the norm. So if you're not having three meals a day, then you'd be classed as that's not the norm. Um, 
if you start recognizing um, irregular behaviors or different behaviors to what you used to do, then just take a second and think, well, why am I doing this? Um, what's different? And um, as, as for me, so I've got a friend who's going through the exact same things that I was going through, but I will not force her to come talk to me. They've got to be ready because otherwise it just won't work. And that's what my personal trainer um, have always said. Um, if you're not ready to do this, then it's just your determination. It's, it's just not going to work. So unfortunately, you you might be waiting a while. You could be waiting a week. You could be waiting years. But as long as you're there and wait for them to ready, uh, feel confident or be ready enough to actually reach out to you, then just take that opportunity and just help them. Definitely, definitely. Um, just be there for each other um, mm-hmm. and help them on their journey to self-discovery, if you will, to find out you know what they've got to real. They've got to come to that realization, and you can be there for them. Um, you can't force them to find it because no. it's, it's not available for them to see yet. You know, it's it's a it's a it's a head of the fog. You just got to kind of guide them through that fog. So then they come to that realization on their own. Yeah, there'll um, always be a moment where you think something's not right here. This is yeah. not normal. Always a moment you, like that. It has been an absolute pleasure to have you on today's show, Reese. It's been, and I'm sure every single person, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure every single person in the comments will agree that this episode has been absolutely amazing, and you've been an absolute amazing guest to have on the show as well. Um, is there anything that we have not covered that you want the opportunity to talk about now? Mm. Or have we covered everything? I think we covered everything. I've said all the thanks to my support network and, yeah. Brilliant. Um, so at the end of every episode, I give everybody the opportunity to give a quote, something that they stand by, live by, and something that people should take away from the episode. Now, Normally what I do is that I allow people to, to talk about that quote, uh, but you decided that you were going to be a little bit complicated for me, didn't you? And uh, rather than have the one quote, you decided to have three. And I was like, oh, okay, let's try and choose them. Uh, choose one of them out of the three. However, I couldn't make a decision because all three quotes were really, really good and they all had a different message. Um, so what... What were what are your quotes? Uh, so the first one would be you have been criticizing yourself for years and it hasn't worked. So try proving yourself and see what happens. Uh, so like that is is that clear? So I've been literally criticizing the way I look for absolute years, um, and it's only been recently I've started to approve myself, and uh, I, I'm in a much better place than I've ever been. There's a lot to do with that quote. Yeah. Stop criticising the, the, the bad points about you and start praising yep. the things that are actually good. And you'll naturally find that you are in a better place and that you're, there are a lot more good things. If you focus on all the bad all the time, you're not going to mm-hmm. get out of that. If you focus on the good things about you, the things that you do like, then you can build on them. And that's what makes you feel better and that's what carries you through. What's your second quote? Uh, stop trying to fix your body. It was never broken. Yeah, I um, love that one. Uh, for for me, I never saw that. Um, but other people, they say they'd be like, "There's nothing wrong with you. 
you're beautiful, you think you're this, you're that, and um, it, it's a very true comment. You don't need to fix your body at the end of the day. Um, it's not the only thing that people will see. They will see other aspects of you, um, and it's never broken in the first place. Yeah. For the religious people, God made you how you, you, you're supposed to be. <laughs> there you go, there you go. <laughs> um, and what's your third quote? Um, confidence will make you happier than any diet will. There you go. I absolutely love that one. That one, that one is my favourite one because confidence does make you feel better. And, you know, you can you can diet all you want to. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be happy at the end of it. Um, I think uh, what's she called? Scarlet, Scarlet from um, from Gogglebox, um, and she won. Um, I'm a celebrity, Scarlet. Whatever her name is, guys, put it in the comments. Whatever Scarlet's name is. Um, so Moffat. Scarlet, Scarlet Moffat, that's the one. So Scarlet Moffat um, started losing weight, and she released a, a fitness DVD that she didn't really want to. But she released this uh, fitness DVD and got even thinner. And she didn't like the person that she became. She became this different person. She didn't feel comfortable and she didn't want to walk down these red carpet runways and things like that, wearing all of these fancy gowns and being able to fit into th certain things and not being able to eat certain a certain type of way and whatnot. And so she put on the weight again. And she, she said, the reason that I've done this is because I feel more confident with the size that I am like at the size that I am now. I don't want to lose all of this weight because I it made me unhappy because I was continuously focused on, on, I can't eat this and I can't eat that and I can't feel this type of way and I can't do this and I can't do that. You know, now I can be who I want to be and I get to do whatever I want to do. And I am confident and comfortable like this. And that quote there, confidence will make you happier than any diet ever did, just really, really, really rings true for exactly what she was talking about as well there. Um, well, Reese, thank you so much for coming on the show. The comments are literally flying through as well. There is another one that I wanted to bring up as well from Lee Jenkinson, I think it was. Yeah, Lee Jenkinson, this could fit a whole episode. This is when we were talking about the LGBTQ plus community. So this could fit a whole episode. There's lots of issues in the LGBTQ community. Lee, I completely agree. And if you want to come on the show and you want to do a full a full episode on the LGBTQ plus community and how it is toxic and the problems and all of this sort, get in touch because I am more than happy to get, get de dealing with it on the show spilling it on the show i would love to do it absolutely love to do it so please get in touch if you want to if lee if you want to come on the show then let me know please and we'll do we'll do an episode together about it all but yeah the comments are absolutely flooding through absolutely flooding through uh, there are far too look, there's so many to to go through it's absolutely amazing and um, so we've got uh leela well done thank you for sharing your experience you are a beautiful person uh, we've got Joe Lowe. This has been a powerful talk, Reese. So many of us go through these things without realizing its seriousness until someone else speaks out. Proud to call you a teammate. Uh, Gina Bernal, Reese, I've seen you struggling over the years of our friendship and you've done amazing. So proud of you. Uh, we've got Roxanne, love, I miss you, Reese. Uh, Scott, I appreciate your time, buddy. Um, there are so many. Uh, well, have we got a couple more to come through? Dino, uh, smashed it, kid. Well done, much love. Fuck the <laughs> haters. 
We can swear on this show. It's uncensored. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fuck the haters. That's fine. Uh, Scott, to everyone, just keep being you. So, yeah, it's great. A lot of good comments there. Right. That does take us to the end of the episode. How do you feel, Reese? Uh, a lot better. Good, 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 good. Well, that, ladies and gentlemen, takes us to the end of the episode. I thank you so much for joining. Reese. thank you so much for your time. Thank you. For being so open and honest with us all and for sharing your story. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Next week's show, guys. So next week's show, um, we will be talking to Luke. Uh, Luke is an advocate of wilderness therapy, and he'll be coming on the show to talk about his experience in wilderness therapy and traveling around uh, the Asian part of the world, uh, like Thailand and places like that, and actually finding himself and all this, the, this being spiritualistic and all this stuff. It's going to be an absolutely fun-packed episode. I can't wait to have that one. Uh, Guys, this week is the last week that you can nominate your lockdown heroes. I'm pretty sure that after tonight's episode, there'll be a hell of a lot of nominations coming in, uh, coming through for Reese. But whoever <laughs> has helped you through lockdown, whoever you consider your lockdown hero, all you have to do is get in touch with me, let me know. And at the start of November, because it takes me a month to buy all of the stuff, I will be presenting lockdown uh, hero packages like care packages and things like that to these lockdown heroes it'll, they'll, they'll have spill it merchandise they'll have loads of different it'll basically it'll be a big gift basket as a thank you for all of the hard work so all you have to do is get in touch and nominate who you think should be a lockdown hero and tell me why we've also got an amazing episode upcoming uh, this month called hush this month no it's not it's october it's going to be uh, an october episode called hush now for anybody that doesn't know hush is an episode on buffy the vampire slayer and buffy the vampire slayer it was uh, our first ever episode of spill it and we talked about hush being an absolutely epic episode and every single halloween i watch the episode of hush so what i'm going to be doing i can have up to 10 people streaming live with me over spill it I want as many people as possible who is a, who are an avid fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer who want to get in touch and will do a watch party with me to talk about Hush. So what we'll be doing is that we'll be watching Hush the night before the show, so on the Tuesday night, and on the Wednesday night we'll be doing a deep dive into the episode of Hush. Absolutely epic. It's going to be amazing. And then the last one we've got, I've got a Halloween special coming on. So that will be on sept uh, September. No, it won't be. It'll be on October the 31st <laughs> when it's actually Halloween, not in September. On the 31st of, uh, 31st of October on Halloween night, we'll be watching all of those old school Halloween films like Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, Friday the 13th, all of those lot. So if you are a horror movie fan of the old type, not the new ones, the old school ones, then get in touch because we'll be doing exactly the same as what we do with Hush. We'll be watching these horror films and doing a deep dive episode into uh, these films, the way they were made, the characters, absolutely everything on the Halloween special. Costumes, you know, you can dress up if you want to. Why not? Let's all dress up. Not bad. Guys, if you liked this episode, if you enjoyed our time with Reese and you want to catch up on more episodes, all you have to do is like and follow the page. 
and you'll be able to catch up on all of our previous episodes, our previous 18, 18, 14, we'll get 18 <laughs> our previous 14 episodes, you'll be able to catch up on the previous 14 episodes, including this one. They all save, so you can go and watch them all, and all you have to do is follow the pitch. Like and follow, and don't forget to share it with your friends, guys. Let's get this community far and wide. It's a good thing we're doing here. So, loads more comments <laughs> still coming through as well as we speak. Um, once again, Thank you so much for coming on uh, coming on the show, Reese. It has Thank been you. amazing. And I'm sure everybody will agree as well. Guys, get those Lockdown Heroes nominations through for me. This week is your last week. Once again, Reese, thank you. Guys, thank you for joining. It's been an absolute pleasure as always. And uh, thank you again, Reese. We will uh, we'll see you all next time. Yes. Bye. Thank you.